you and I both know that we're called to create more than just a business. Being an entrepreneur means we are the forerunners in innovation, problem solving, and serving our fellow human beings at the highest level. But in a world that is sick of being sold to, how do we get our products and our services out there and still remain profitable? Join me on my journey to help servant-hearted entrepreneurs with a message, grow their influence, profit, and freedom. I'm Danny Gupat, and this is the Risen Entrepreneur Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Risen Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm once again your host, Danny Gupat, and I'm excited to introduce you to our next uh, guest, Kuyana Jay. Welcome Woo-hoo! here, Kuyana. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. You guys, Quinn is awesome. Um, I actually just interviewed her. She's going to be speaking at our Risen Messenger conference coming up at the end of November. So you're, if you're listening to this right now and there's still a little bit of time to go, then you're going to want to go and grab those tickets because they're free and you get to hear Quiana speak and me. So if you just like more of our energy, our us, then you're going to want to be together with us there. Um, I'll have that link in the show notes for you to get your free ticket. Um, and we talk there all about, um, oh, what did we talk about? We talked about our building up our kingdom brand. We talked about branding um, in that session. So if you have any questions about branding or how to brand your business or what's important, then definitely join us at the conference because Quiana goes deep into that. Um, but before we go into this lovely podcast with Quiana, and you might be listening and not knowing who Quiana is, this is the first time you've come across her or even me, um, but I'm going to introduce you to her because she's most important. Um, Quiana Jay is a life and brand architect that helps kingdom women build kingdom brands. She empowers women to discover their God-given design and build upon it with kingdom principles. Brand it and then minister that expression to others. And her superpower is to activate their confidence and take that God-given uniqueness and brilliance that they've been endowed with and infuse it with strategy, style, and systems and turn it into an online brand that has presence, power, and profits to match. We like alliteration, ladies. We love alliteration. (laughs) Her, Her mission is to produce women who are faith walkers, kingdom decreas, supernatural manifestors, and wealth-generating entrepreneurs and influencers who are unapologetically bold, brilliant, creative beings who are assured of their worth, knowing that God has blessed them to empower this generation with their presence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yes, what a vision. I say amen to that. Everyone listening is also saying amen. We can't hear you, but you're with us in spirit. Um, Kuyana, before we dive into this and into your, your vision and your mission and your calling, because I want you to go deeper into that, um, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your story, what has brought you here today? Oh my God. So, so much, I guess I will have to say. I'm definitely a serial, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business when I was 19 and I was a Christian sorority, which is still going today. So we're about to embark in 20 years. But I got into this because being in the church circuit, of course, you know, those gifts began to be activated in, you know, different atmospheres and different prophets and different people just coming. And I remember just starting to get into design and getting into media and different forms. And 
then I started um, interacting with people and they would like tell me, you know, oh, I have an idea about this and something in me would just kind of like unlock and I can just see, you know, how God could use this whole magnitude. And then I would just have like this divine insight to be like, oh, you should do A, B, and C. And so I just started noticing it over and over and over again. And at that point, I was like branding the church, the pastors, different people in the church. So it kind of evolved. And so that's all of my 20s. I'm 39 now. So I've been doing this so long that I said, you know what, I'm just going to brand myself. And so in 2015, I had branded my company. And now I was like, this is going to be my message and my ministry to the marketplace so that, you know, God could use me in that way. So, yeah. I love that. And um, I want you to talk a little bit about like um, finding our skills and abilities and monetizing them. And I love that, you know, you already experienced that in your story, that there was something that um, maybe you weren't, or maybe you were born with it and you just didn't realize. And it came out later on in a different yeah. story in a different like chapter of your life. And that mm-hmm. you're taking that story and those experiences and you're using it in a different chapter of your mm-hmm. life. So I'm wondering, you know, how, how can someone right now, maybe they are just getting into the business or they thinking about it, or they like, they feel like, okay, I think I'm actually, you know, maybe good at this, or this is something new. Um, how can they like, how can they like dig that out and then use it and monetize it for oh. the kingdom brand? Let's talk about that. Yeah, they, <clears throat> so one, it is definitely self-discovery. It all begins essentially in you and you have to literally, <clears throat> excuse me, slow your life down long enough to really do that introspection. I begin to notice trends and usually it's the trending thing that we're kind of like, oh, I just naturally do this. Well, how about you take some time to really excavate that and see what that means? Because that could be the very thing. If you keep telling the same thing to multiple people and they're getting results, that right there could be packaged. Like you have to figure out and you have to understand, you know, you almost have to ask yourself, would I love doing this on mass scale? Like how, what would I do? So if you are a person, and sometimes it doesn't come until you have an experience. So some things are born out of experiences. Some things are born out of, it just naturally comes to you. So when I talk about experience, it could be that maybe you went through like a very hard divorce and the way God walked you through your healing process, you want to share that with others. And so you write out that process and you package it. So it can be born out of experience or it could just naturally come to you like it did for me. It naturally just came you know, to me. And I said, oh, I need to do something with this because it consistently is giving me a framework to work with, with every single person. And when they go to implement it, it begins to work. So sometimes it's like, what is the same thing that I just keep having show up in my life? And I keep showing people, let me empower them in a certain way. Let me package it. Let me walk, you know, write out the process for it and then test it on some people and see what works and what doesn't work. So this this whole thing that I've been doing is, is just an evolution, an evolution of just, you know, trying over and over again and adding things and learning things, learning the business side of it, adding parts that is like, oh, they should know this too. You know, just different things have made it what it is now. I guess you could even like go back one step and just sit there and like on a big piece of paper, write down, hey, what am I actually good at right now? Absolutely. All your skills, abilities, gifts, what do people compliment you on and things like that. And I remember when I first got 
um, like started into like online business, I was like, I don't even have anything to give. Like, I have no idea. I like, mm. I just know I want to help people. Mm. And I think I might be a nice person. So how could that be monetizable? Right. <laughs> like, how can I monetize that? I'm, and you know, I dealt with all of these like fears, which we all deal with like, these yeah. or these imposter syndrome, like who am I yeah. for, you know, <clears throat> and I remember, um, just starting out, I started out like blogging because I had no idea. I was like, I don't know. I guess I can make money blogging. I can write, I can write words mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm passionate about topics. I can write about topics. I mean, Absolutely. I didn't make a lot of money doing that because I kind of gave up on it after a year, but um, I know a lot of people who do make great money blogging. And mm-hmm. so it was one stepping stone in that direction. Cause I was like, yeah, I, I like that. I see that I could be good at it. And then it brought me into like, now I'm doing like virtual events and doing coaching. Yeah. Awesome. Right. But I would never have started. If you didn't start, I would have <laughs> never started with that. Cause I would, I had no idea. And it was a really pro- process and a journey. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm wondering how, okay. So we have like skills and gifts and abilities and we have these, um, experiences, right. That you said, um, could be from a divorce could be, you know, something difficult that you've gone through now, mm-hmm. how are we like making, not only do we want to monetize it, but we also want kingdom value. Like how, how do mm-hmm. we advance kingdom or, or invest in the kingdom with, with these things? I would say, I think the only way to truly like do it in such of a such a way that it has kingdom impact is to be completely and authentically you mm-hmm. and trying not to add anything to it. Um, and what I mean by adding anything to it, like trying to do it, say it or present it in a way like you comparing yourself, you know, how we have, we do deal with that imposter and you almost have to deal with that as an entrepreneur completely, totally trying to avoid it at all costs, trying to make sure it's not something that you're led by in your life, but that you stay true to you and then figure out the format that you're going to deliver that in and don't deviate, give it time and space to evolve and for it to hit the market for it, for people to catch on to your message and being consistently the same. Like one of the things um, that I have learned recently is that like, we know that the Romans you know, they used to have like these great gymnasiums and they used to have these great, you know, plays and stuff. And it's actually, they used to call their actors um, hypocrites, which is where we get the word hypocrite. And it's usually when we are trying to portray something for so long. And then the moment that we're human, the culture cancels you, you know what I mean? And we don't want that as Christians. We want to be completely authentic to what God is doing in our life, sharing that story and knowing that it is okay to share when it's good and share when it's not so good. Mm-hmm. I literally still have loyal people that is to my brand, whether I have high days or whether I'm like today, this is what I'm feeling like. This is what you know God is doing because people want to connect to humans. They want to feel like that they're not the only one. So I think that is more impactful when you are completely authentic with what you're saying or what you're doing and then how you give it and how you connect with people. And I think that that brings in everything. So the more that God, you know, evolves you, the more your personal brand evolves too. So that's the beautiful dynamic that I believe that is there to make kingdom impact. Okay. Now I'm, I'm wondering, you have this phrase, um, your unique prophetic blend, blend, (laughs) right? Your unique prophetic blend. And I'm wondering how that ties into as you're, as you're being authentic, 
you mm-hmm. also being prophetic in the things that you do. Can you talk? Oh, about that? yeah. So I have a class that I'm actually going to do with um, the unique prophetic blend. So it comes from eight P words because, you know, I'm always <laughs> S words, right? I'm always doing something right. But <laughs> it's words, like it's and it, may, and it basically is just different um, words that make you kind of hone in. So for instance, the, the word power, like what is your power makes you go into that. What is that? What is that something that keeps happening? The reason I'm able to say my superpower is to do this is because I've sat with myself long enough to say, this is how I articulate what happens when people encounter me. And I know it has nothing to do completely with my ability. It's really the presence of God that they're encountering that is making this result happen. And so it's like identifying, being able to articulate your power, being able to articulate your presence. That one is consistently the same for everybody. That's not something you have to think about because, and that's really number one, like what is, what is the presence? And we know that that is the Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of me for a specific, for me just to come into the fullness of Christ, but to also influence others to come into Christ. So it's like power, presence, you know, what is your platform? What, is, what, are, what are your possessions? Which is like your gift set, like things that you know now, even assessing your personality and, you know, the things that you're like, oh, I love doing this, you know, really just doing like what I call excavation, like literally removing to see what's buried on the inside of you and taking that time to do it. So it's like eight things that is, and they're all P's of course. And it's just, you know what I mean? Taking a thing. And when you can have a full view of that, I feel like you can discern divine opportunities. And now you won't just accept any type of relationship. You won't just accept any type of job. You won't just go any type of direction. Because we know the Bible says that without a vision, the people perish. Or without a vision, they cast off restraint, which means that you begin to just accept anything because you don't have um, a scope of what your life is supposed to be like. And so when you go to hone in and say, okay, I'm not going to accept this job because it's not even in my skill set. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be outside of your alignment. Your alignment. So if you can understand how you're kind of designed, you can begin to say, oh, that looks like it could really be God because it kind of matches where I'm going, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's really the goal of this unique prophetic blend. It's, it's the unique divine makeup of who you are, making you do that assessment and so that you can be able to discern what's next for your life and be able to say, oh, I know that that's in alignment with who I am. Okay. So as we're thinking about like going deeper and, you know, of course you have like a framework that you go through, but I'm just imagining someone right now, kind of like peeling back these layers Mm -hmm. um, individually. And I'm wondering what your thoughts on, on the role of community or having a partner in this process is, because it sounds like you know, you can do it, you know, alone and with the Holy Spirit, of course, but are we missing something when we are not together? I know it could be a coach. It could be a mentor. It could be, you know, co Absolutely. What, what would you think um, on that? I think definitely. And you couldn't even, I think community is everything. I think even in this process, sometimes you have to ask others, how do you see me? Is there something that I consistently do that I haven't even noticed myself? that you're like, oh yeah, I come to you for that all the time. You're like, you do? And then you start realizing that this is always something that people come to you for because it simply radiates out of you. It's so 
like natural, it becomes the consistent message that you always talk about. And I think having other people is definitely key. And so even if you're going to, you know, get a coach or something like that, even that person has to be kind of strategically chosen because you don't want the, the caveat or the con, I will say, when you have other people involved, sometimes they will tell you what they kind of want you to do. Yeah. And it's not from the lens of a, of a divine place where they're saying, no, I can really see this for your life yeah. to kind of help you guide, to help guide you. So that's the only small thing that you have to kind of be, you know, leery about when you're choosing people is, is this person going to give me an unbiased lens? Because that's what they, you know, fully sense that that's for my life. But Either way, whatever people tell us, we are still responsible to God to be like, is this true for me? Is this right for me? Is this the way I should go? So other, either way, I do think having other people in the process is key too. And I was just thinking like, should they be business? Like, I, I, I know that there's like, it's important to be around people who, you know, can motivate you. But I'm wondering for some of these things, um, is it ever kind of beneficial to have someone who might be out of that business circle? Because like you mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, some of the, you know, we have, we've worked with coaches and we've yeah. worked with consultants and you know, of course there, there is a bias. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, mm -hmm. well, I, I want you to go this way, but I'm wondering, you know, if for some of these things, it might be even better to work with someone who doesn't, isn't thinking business. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think so too, because if you was to come to, me I have to almost separate it trying to package you to okay this is what God wants you to do because it is so easy like you said to have the bias towards that is a great business idea and literally we can go into how you can rock this out but yeah having someone that's not completely there in that circuit because it's, we're immersed like once you're an entrepreneur it's a world on its own you're immersed in it and it's hard to like get out of it because everything it becomes just another world that comes a part of you so when you have someone that's kind of like not almost in that circuit you can really kind of focus in and say okay I can see that too I can see that too and before you're even thinking about the business aspect of it I think that's the point like discover who you are at least to the magnitude of where you are right now nobody's want to know the full scope of who they are we're ever learning but to begin the process and then be like, oh, wow, I didn't know I did this. I didn't know I made this type of impact on people or, you know, that this really affects people in this way, you know? Hmm. All right. So we have now looked into our skills and our abilities and asking God, okay, what am I good at? What can I monetize? What, what could I um, do? We are thinking prophetically about it. We have a few points from you with our, our P's that we're looking at, <laughs> you know, our power and our presence, inviting the Holy Spirit, looking for mentors and community um, mm -hmm. to help us like unveil un uh, uh, these things. Now I'm wondering, you know, we're, we're going step by step. Um, what, uh, what is our, our, our ministry? I know that you are also really passionate about marketplace ministry, and now we're putting ourselves onto the market. How, um, and you've spoken also about like us being authentic. Um, do we, in our businesses that are faith-led, um, and, and we are Christians, do we need to be really overtly, being ministers in our business and like how, like how does that look are we you know talking about Jesus all the time or or is it broader or are are we kind of selling out if we if we don't do that so I'm, I'm Ooh, good question <laughs> I think it depends on the platform 
because I am connected to a lot of um, brands, their personal brands and their people who they do not put Jesus out on the forefront. And it's not an indictment to God because to him, he's like, I just want you to live the life because sometimes we would feel like we have to be saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus in the front to kind of convey that we're Christian, but really the presence and the light that's on our life is going to prompt them to ask a question. So sometimes you don't have to do anything at all. And I liken it to Paul because Paul is really like the person in the Bible. He was a tent maker and he was able to get in regions that he couldn't go as an apostle, but he went as a tent maker. And so we have to be cognizant of our platform that when people call on us, it's really sometimes for the service or the product that we have. And it may not necessarily be that we're Christian, but when you go into that space that you would not have gotten, if you was like, yeah, I'm just Christian and it's all about Jesus. Like sometimes you have to kind of like reserve yourself, but be the presence and be the light in the dark place. They're going to notice that there's something about you. And they may even prompt a question and say, I don't know why I like doing business with you, but you know, A, B, and C. And I've seen it so many times, even in the, so I'm a person who is in the workplace as well. And I don't tell anyone that I'm a pastor. I don't tell anyone that I do branding, any of that. I don't even tell them that I'm a Christian. But when I went to lunch with some of my coworkers, ooh, you're talking about atheists and people who is in, you know, witches and like they're in some dark spaces. And so I sat there and I just was like, God, I am excited for this moment because they don't know who I am. And the conversation just kept going. And I was just like, wow, they're in some dark places. I said, but one encounter with you would change their whole life. Right. So I didn't want to present myself as that way. So it really all depends on the platform, the spaces you go in. You kind of got to be able to be flexible to say, oh, this is definitely a moment where I can share my story and talk about Jesus. And then this is a moment where I probably need to be quiet and really be led by God in this, because there are a lot of people that is turned off from Christianity. And so if you want to be wise as a dove, you want to really like engage with the Holy Spirit internally and say, is this the space or are you going to do some other type of subtle miracle in this environment? You know, so it's definitely something you got to consider. I mean, I think it's, um, I think it's a, it's kind of a tough or tricky, tricky subject or issue when it comes to like building up your business. Cause you, one, you need to think about like, who's your, who's your ideal customer? Like are they like, super heavy duty, like Christian, like mm-hmm. Jesus loving Bible, you know, all of that thrown out. Yeah. I've, you know, they've I've had the Bible memorized and, um, <laughs> and like, then you, you should use words. That's like your, your ministry. But if it's more, um, if it's more broad, then like what an opportunity it is mm-hmm. just to be able to present yourself with godly work ethic and present yourself with like standards that are excellent because you serve, you know, an excellent King. Yeah. Um, And so I, I love that. uh, I love that idea. Would you say that every, every Christian business owner has like this, has this calling to be a light in their, in their marketplace? Oh yeah. I, I think that is the sole reason like for going into it. And I said to God, the money? So, yeah, outside of the money, like <laughs> he, I think God is so clever because there are going to, there is a whole generation right now that will probably never, and you know, the way, the way the church 
circuit has changed because of COVID and different things. You're going to have a generation of people who may not ever come into the doors of the church. But when you realize it, we are the church. So when we come to them in the marketplace, we are bringing Jesus to them. You notice that really the pattern of Jesus, he didn't really gather people into a building. He went to them. He mm. went to their spaces. And so God is kind of like shifting the church, not saying that coming to church is not important. I'm not saying that. Now, listen, I'm a full-blown pastor. So I would love everybody to gather in the building because there's such a divine energy and empowerment that comes from that. But there are going to be people also that God really cares about that is out there that he uses us cleverly that they want the product and they encounter the presence. Like I said, God, you're just so strategic. It is an amazing thing. So when you come from that vantage point, you're not intimidated to be like, okay, I don't know, like, what should I do? Or, you know, how is God going to use me? He is using you specifically to reach people that would not, you would not have ever encountered just being, you know, regular and just being normal and just going to church. So he puts you into this creative environment called the marketplace and say, now go over there and occupy, like go over there and tell them about who I am when they ask you, you know, go over there and be real excellent. Show the world that it is not just about trying to, you know, um, do these religious, you know, antics, but it's living a complete whole separate, you know, holy um, magnificent life and that God is real and that he's actually working in people, you know? So well, that. that reminds me um, of a story that I just had with my, uh, one of my clients and she, I helped her do a virtual event and she, you know, her, her goals were, you know, mainly she wanted to do list building, um, make great profit, kind of build a, a tribe, um, which she did with that event. But the one story that was the most powerful to her, she shared with me was that one of her speakers um, shared about, and this, this event was actually, it was really Christian. It was like, you know, Jesus. Um, oh, I, I can't even remember. It's like about relationships, you know, friendship, mm -hmm. Jesus. And one of her speakers was um, just sharing her life story, um, what God had done in her life. And I guess one of the, the attendees of the event um, clicked on the speaker's link and got her freebie. Um, and then I guess went into her biography where she also shared about how to give your life to Christ, how to follow Jesus. Oh, yeah. Wow. And the lady um, went back to the speaker and said, I read your blog. Um, I gave my life to Christ. I am totally changed by your, your, um, your session. And the session leader, the speaker went to my client was like, this is what happened at your event you know, someone went to wow. post, gave her life to Christ and had her life completely um, changed. And when she shared that with me, I was like, you know, there's this line that you don't really expect because, you know, here we are just, we're putting on a virtual event. Of course, she wants to grow her list. You know, we have all of these, you know, these more tangible, like, tangible. um, um, ideas, but, you know, my whole desire is to see, you know, people's lives change and reconciliation <laughs> happen. And just through me offering this, helping my, my client Look at the connection. You know, make a platform for speakers to come and share their message, wow. change this life. And who knows if there are other lives that were changed from this, but we don't know. That's one that we heard from. Yeah. And I was just like, yes, God, like that is exactly <laughs> why I do this. Yeah. Like that's exactly because you don't know who you're going to affect, mm -hmm. even if it's like super Christian, you have yeah. people coming in and they're like, wow, you know, 
I didn't know or I didn't realize. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. great. Isn't it awesome? I yeah, know. that's awesome right there. <laughs> ever. And I, I, you know, we don't, we almost don't expect it. We almost kind mm-hmm. of like put it aside, like, oh, I need to, you, you think like, okay, well, I need to have a relationship and, and maybe it needs to last a long time. And then I can put yeah. it in my life. But it was right. You know, God knew exactly the heart of this woman and what she needed at that time. And the speaker who was compelled to talk at this one, wow. you know, conference. And it's just, it was, it's just so cool that. It's, that's cool. I love that story. Wow. So good. So everyone who's listening, you know, just think outside the box, you know, God can do so many things with just your action. Right. And I think like, going back to like your unique skills and gifts and abilities, like what Quiana was talking about, um, your brand, um, he can use these things way bigger than what you're thinking about in your mind right now. Right. Yeah. Can go yeah. crazy. So I want, I want, we're coming close, we're coming close to the end of our session. And I want you to talk a little bit about just branding. We talk, we talk about this in our, um, in our upcoming conference, but just go into a little bit about like branding those skills. Um, like we've talked about this list and then I want you to talk a little bit about the challenge that you're offering. Oh man. I love branding so much. I realize it is just the front and center of everything. Um, and even like I talk about at the risen conference, it is, it is definitely something that you should consider. So if you're going to go into the marketplace, branding is all about an experience that you're creating for your target audience, okay? It's more than just the colors and the fonts. It's really the feel that you want people to have when they encounter you. It's the experience, you know, it's the culmination of just all of the visuals, all, plus the customer's experience, how they navigate your website, how your social media connects to that, all of the collateral that happens with it, um, all of the messaging that comes with it, like what this whole experience that they have, what is it saying to them? What kind of feel does it give them? And then of course your product deliverance, like how it actually provides a result that you have set out to say that this is guaranteed for your product or service. And it's a continual thing. Like you have to continue you know, um, getting into or evolving with the brand because the more that you grow into it, also the more that the language begins to evolve more because you learn your target audience even the more and you begin to really like hone in and say, oh, they're saying this in the market. Let me make sure I add this type of, you know, language and make sure that it's really, really targeting the people that I needed to um, attract. And so that's why I think branding is just, that's the overall scope, I will say, in branding. And so a lot of times, um, you know, women do not have the steps that they need to take. And one of my pet peeves is people who are just simply ignorant to it. And they're not able to launch that brilliance because they don't know what to do. And so I had, I said, you know what, God, I keep having the same process with my clients. I'm going to write this process down. And when I wrote it all out, it became a real serious framework. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start off by giving it out for free. And so I called it the Brand Your Brilliance, Monetize You um, in Seven Days, right? As a kingdom brand, monetize you into a kingdom brand in just seven days. And I have it as a free challenge. And I have women that are in there now that literally is like, this is game changing. Thank you for telling me about the tools. Thank you for telling me the steps. Thank you for telling me what I need to do next and what I need to think about. It was so many parts that people just don't think about 
but it helps me because if you ever sign on with me, all of the hard work that usually we would spend time in sessions is pretty much done. We're now like refining and clarifying what's there and digging even deeper into it. But it is so beneficial because whoever you go to, to bring this ideation into manifestation with, okay, now I'm going to go on social media. Now I'm going to do a website. Now I'm going to make my logo or whatever the case may be. You have all of the groundwork to make that happen. Because like I said, branding is like creating a themed party and marketing is the invitation to the party. Now I would hate for us to go to a party and the invitation, the theme of the invitation doesn't even match the theme that's there because you kind of know what you're going to get into based on the invitation. So nobody wants to come to a party that is like, no one shows up. It looks like it is vacant or nothing matches or, you know what I mean? Like they don't even know what to do next. Is the food ready? Will I get the product? So that's how I- Is it cold? Kind of is it cold yeah. food? <laughs> yeah, is it cold food? Like nothing's moving and everything's outdated. And mm. it looks like you haven't updated your last blog since two years ago. Like, is, does anybody live here? So it's like branding is all about keeping the experience alive and attracting the people and marketing is, hey, I have this product, come to my party. And that's how you're kind of continually inviting them. And so you can't do one without the other. They should go together. It should be a plan that kind of goes together, but it's a beautiful thing. Once you actually do it excellently and you execute it in an excellent way, then you don't have to work hard. And you're so confident when you say, hey, check me out at www. And every, when people go there, they're like, I'm blown away by this. I love this. And we start getting feedback because they're like, oh, I love this experience. I love how easy it was for me to download this ebook or to you know, navigate your site. I feel like he was telling me a story or leading me to something. You know, mm -hmm. So you want to have that type of response. All right. And so you are running a challenge, at least right now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be dropping a link in um, to the show notes for your next challenge or whatever one's coming up. Mm -hmm. um, what are they going to walk away from the challenge having? Oh, man, they're going to walk away with this challenge, literally having the to do's like. So number one, the challenge forces you to kind of each day focus on a key step. And when, like, I just talked to one of the ones that actually completed the challenge. And um, so some of the key things that I kind of have you do is creating your mood board or a style guide and, you know, different things. And so when they start getting into the creatives, they start to actually produce visuals that give them what was in their mind. And when they see it, they're so excited, like, oh my God, like, I love this color palette because it matches this brand archetype that I you know so everything starts to come together for them and they at the end is like I now know what I need to do next because I also cover how to make it legal you know get your bank account and I even give you sources resources to look into so you're not out there bad what does it mean to trademark or what does it mean to you know what banks should I look at or what so all of that is there so it's so it's so dense shall I say when it gets towards the end because it's about your next steps like this is what you need to do now. You have idea, you have given ideation to your um, brand now. This is what you need to do next and how to go about it. So yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, everyone. So if you are wanting to work on doing your brand board, getting clarity, um, then go to the link in the show notes or wherever you're watching this in Facebook or on um, Anchor. 
Um, and then you can join Quiana right there. Um, Quiana, thank you so much for this time. It's been, been a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to leave us? Um, is there a word that you want to leave off on um, for our uh, guests today? I guess it would be my infamous quote that I always say, and it's so catchy. And it is, I am a custom order with custom orders. And it means that I am unique and I have a unique assignment. And there will never be someone like you. That's how valuable you are. So if God is going to use you in the marketplace, definitely say, I understand because I am unique. And don't try to compare yourself to anybody. Just be completely authentically you and you will see magnificent miracles and results happen in your life when you obey God in this mission work. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to end on that. Thank you, everyone, for taking your time, investing it with us, hanging out with us, and learning all about um, kingdompreneurship. I'm going to call it kingdompreneurship mm -hmm. and um, branding and finding your gifts and your skills and using them for to make a yeah. great impact. And thank you, Quiana, especially for being Absolutely. with us and that wisdom. Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right. We'll see you all next time, guys. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. And remember, rise up, entrepreneur, because you are called to create.